0: welcome to another episode of In Loop Breakaway Podcast. Today, we're visiting with Kirby Eppert, who is a native Nebraska cowgirl. Kirby is a professional breakaway roper, one of the first qualifiers for the National Finals breakaway roping, and a fierce competitor. Kirby talks to us a little bit about her lifestyle from being in the pasture to the roping arena, traveling down the road, training breakaway horses, and living her dream. Thank you for joining us. Take a listen. Okay, guys. So today we're here with Kirby Eppert. Kirby, thanks for coming to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. So we're sitting here at the Fort Smith, Arkansas parking lot. (laughs) Watching rodeo cowboying, traveling. Um, Pretty neat that we're getting to do all this stuff. Yeah, living the dream. Living the rodeo dream, huh? So Kirby, tell me a little bit about you. Where are you from? How'd you get here? What are you doing?
1: Um, Well, I'm from Nebraska. I uh, grew up there and, you know, about like everybody went through the ranks, junior rodeo high school rodeo, and then went on to college, came back home and, and uh, amateur rodeo a little bit, and now we get to go to these pro rodeos, so it's great.
0: Pretty neat. You know, I was sitting there, we, we got to Fort Smith from Deadwood. Just <laughs> Yes, we did. <laughs> I don't really know how smart it was, but we all did it. Um, just the surreal fact that, you know, last year, two years ago, three years ago, we weren't even, we didn't even have this opportunity, and now it's like you're seeing people that you haven't seen or didn't even know existed.
1: Um, I know it gives you just, you saying that gives me goosebumps about it. Like if you would have asked me this two or three years ago, I would have been the naysayer. I would have been said, Hey, Hey, no way would this be on this stage at this level with this kind of money added. There's no way. And so I'm, I'm, Really glad it's was wrong. Yeah, I'm very glad. I was <laughs> wrong. We should note that I've never really heard you say you were wrong, so we should go ahead and note um, that. I'm wrong ten times before breakfast, so hang out with me a little bit more. <laughs> After two cups of coffee, you're not wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh! So,
0: tell me a little bit about you were one of the first to to make the national finals breakaway roping.
1: What was that experience like? Oh, it was it was great. Uh, my family came down to it. It was just. Um, it was just such an awesome experience. I don't, I don't know if words can do it justice. Um, but, uh, and it was really cool too, cause my traveling partner, she made it. Um, we had kind of sat down at the beginning of the year and see if our goals and everything priorities lined up, if we want to travel together. And I said, Hey, look, I really want to support pro rodeos. I want to go to these. And if we, even if we got to drive too far and it doesn't make too much sense, I want to go support these rodeos. And, um, In in Nebraska, we're real fortunate. We have two really good amateur associations with a lot of rodeos. So um, I'm sure people thought I was nuts uh, leaving those. I mean, with probably more money added and maybe a chance of having more players there at home. But I just wanted to do this, and so did she. And so we... We went. We went to a few in Kansas. We didn't even know where they were. And then we went hard over the court. Yeah, we went to Fredonia, Kansas. <laughs> and, I did, too. Yeah. And I, I ran into Kelsey there. And I was like, oh, okay, we're okay. We're yeah, the red spot, you know. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we just wanted to support pro rodeo. And and um, and I'm so glad we did. So glad we
0: did. I did. I, it was, um, you know, I remember doing, um, visiting with somebody, and they said, you know, can you believe that, you know, they're having – an NFR. And I, you know, it just, it hit me all right there. I Got very emotional because no, I've yeah. talked about it. I've dreamed about it, but actually, I guess me seeing that it was going to come into fruition, I guess I just didn't really know. And then when it happened, it was just like, holy cow, pretty cool to be a part of it. Oh, it
1: well, was. We walked down that tunnel and, and walked into Global Life Field and, and just, I just stopped and looked around. Um, you know, it was just pretty dang cool.
0: So talk a little bit about, you know, your guys' you and Katie Mundorf as your traveling partner. Yep. How did that summer look like for you? Cause you guys, you went down to the WPRA finals in Waco, right? To try yep. to qualify for Fort Worth, but you didn't get in Fort Worth.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, she never bought her cart and neither did I. And so, uh, When they started this, I mean, we both, you know, who doesn't want to go to Fort Worth? And it was, wasn't it equal money? Or they It was the first time, yeah, first one. So we we go down there, and uh, I was under the impression that um, they were going to take so many from last year's standings, this year's, and then drop down in the average from the finals. I said, hey, that's a pretty good shot. Let's go do that. So we went down there, and they ended up dropping down more in the standings, and they did the average. So neither one of us got in, which was a, a bummer. Um, so we had to you know, watch that on TV instead of <laughs> go down there. But that's kind of what, like I said, we, we sat down and said, hey, look, I want to do this. She goes, yeah, so do I. And I said, well, this is great. We live in the same county. Mm-hmm. This will be easy to travel together. And so um, so that kind of started us off. But, yeah, that um, <laughs> it was a bummer we could run down to Waco because that's not real close to home. And, right. And uh, try for it, and, and it, you know, didn't work. But that that's rodeo, so we entered another one and went on.
0: Well, and I just think that that's so cool that, you know, there was – so there was a, quite a few girls who got in there that didn't and so it's not like it couldn't have been done you know oh, yeah, rodeoing we, we, and going and going and doing that so i think that's really neat yeah we
1: didn't get in there and but um we both had um a pretty decent fourth of july Katie had a real good fourth of july you know and um and so i'm trying to think of you know where else we went but we we popped around there but south dakota had a, quite a few rodeos mm-hmm. and that worked and we went and so um you know, it was cool. i never been to Cody either. Yeah. I got to go to Cody. That, that was cool. I mean, it, it's fun. You know, we've, we've been in this rodeo circle, so you hear the stories of those uh, those rodeos and, and, you know, never got to see them. And not only did I get to see them, but I got to nod my head yeah. in the arena. So that was awesome. Well, and,
0: you know, like you said, you hear the stories, but getting to create the memories and do it, you know, it's just like a dream come true, really. Mm-hmm. And that we have sure. the opportunity, you know, if you, if you can't do it, you can't, if you can, you can't, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's totally up to us on exactly. how you make it. And so that's,
1: that's pretty neat too. Yeah. The ball's in my court now. So yeah. that's awesome.
0: So talk a little bit about Nebraska. You know, I know where you came from and, and where you guys are up there and stuff, but tell people a little bit about that. Like what does your, what is a day in Kirby's life look like? Where, <laughs> you know, how, how does your practice, how do I mean, how does all that fit?
1: So I grew up in Eastern Nebraska, which now I live in Western Nebraska, which is great. So the Eastern side's more like farming and corn and stuff. And then I live now in the Sandhills, which is, is cattle country. And so um, I day work some, but I, I work a lot for a, a lady and, and she ranches. And so, um, you know, whatever needs done, like we're done calving now, things are almost out to grass. So it'll be a little bit more checking pairs, run salt and mineral, that kind of stuff, checking water, um, and then some projects. So um, I usually try to ride some younger horses or some prospects. Doing doing that, so then um, when I go to the arena on them, life's way easier. Yeah, they
0: love the arena. Yeah, they're <laughs> like,
1: this is simple. <laughs> like, you know, this is easy. So that's kind of what I do, and then um, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, but and then you know I I buy and sell a few horses here and there, and um, I haven't sold too many rodeo horses now because I'm trying to keep them for myself. Yeah, you're trying to keep <laughs> but, them all now, which is too bad because the market's really good right now. <laughs> but. uh, <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, I just um I just finished an outdoor arena right there where I live and so it's been that's been really handy. Um I used to run over to Katie's. She has an arena built pretty a nice setup over there we practice um and uh so you know, I I try to practice obviously as much as I can, but um I got a dummy set up right at my house. So every time I walk by the dummy, I rope that, whether it's on one of those yoga balls or um, I got a saddle right there. So uh, I try not to walk by that without roping it every day, multiple times a day.
0: So tell me a little bit about the yoga ball. What's the, what's the point in that purpose of it?
1: So, uh, I th- you know, I think Jackie's put videos on, on Facebook or whatever you see it, but I, I use it for balance, build it to, to uh, improve my balance or keep my balance and rope the dummy on, on whatever, um, you know, angle and distance. So, you know, I usually start about 10 foot and work back to almost a little 12, 12 and a half. That's about, that's about where I leave it. Um, and then obviously left to right or, you know, set out an angle. like around
0: the world sort of with Yeah, yeah, there you go. And dummy.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, so the, the end game with that is no matter what calf I draw, you know, black, white, purple, doesn't matter whatever calf, whatever direction he runs, it's, it's not a surprise. I've yeah, done it. Something you know. you've
0: seen. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah, so, I, so we're ready. Um, cause I think it's going to be. Well, I mean, you know, just like last night you roped that calf and um, he wasn't good. Yeah. You know, he went off to the right like that and and so, but I think we got to be able to rope those and look, you may or may not get a check, but that $500 check for last hole Mm -hmm. might make a difference come November or October. Well,
0: And Raymond told me, you know, you're going to draw a lot of average calves that you've got to try to, you know, get a check on, get a check on. Mm -hmm. You've got to try to mold, you know, do as best as you can on those calves And, and like we've seen here at Fort Smith, there's what a hundred entries or more, yeah, or a little and more. Yeah, there's you know a quarter, a third, enough calves, and so it, it draw definitely comes into play, um, and so you got to be able to make the best on what you've got.
1: Yep, I, I, I totally agree, and, and I think, um, you know, we all want to be, you know, best of the best, and I think to do that, you've got to be able to have the skills to win on whatever cap they put in the shoe for you.
0: So, tell me a little bit about your horses. You ride them outside. You bring them inside. Are there certain things for you and your preference that you do um, drills or anything like that that you try to kind of work them horses up to where you want them to go?
1: Yeah, I um, you know, yeah, I I try um to get them real soft and supple, um, and I I want them really working off my feet. So I always got the ribcage picked up, um, and then um, I I like a quick footed horse. Um, I like one a little bit more motor. Uh, so I was raised where we bought a lot of cut and rejects. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still like that. I like the short neck. I like them almost wider than they are all, all tall. You know, I'm not very tall. I don't want to jump to get on one, mm-hmm. but, um, that, I, I like that type. Um, I've learned that there's other ones out there and not to overlook something, but, um, I, I really like, I like that type of horse. And so I work to get control of all four feet and keep the ridge rib cage where I want it outside and about, and then, and push them up into the bit. And, uh, and then when I bring them into the arena, hopefully it's easy. Um, it's easy for him. And then I, I pin rope a lot, I, mm-hmm. even on my, my roadie horses that are going, I, I, I pin rope a lot on them or, or more than I rope out of the box. And so, um, I got a sour horse with me that, um, I would call her, she rides up instead of riding down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the more you ride her, the more horses there, but yeah. I've just put her back into the arena after cabin and, um, she's, she's real fun. She's got all the tools. So we'll just see if we can get them all put together. So
0: so break down pin roping for me a little bit. You put one in there, two, three. Mm-hmm. How how do you do it?
1: Um. So I, I I'm always or most of the time I'm by myself. So I try to set things up. I'll put one calf at one end of the arena, one at the other, and I train these calves to run back and forth to their buddies. So then my 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 rope and, you know, they're not zigzagging yeah. all over and this and that. Um. I really like a dummy. Uh, Dummies are great too. Um, It's just tricky sometimes me lining up my schedule with somebody else to to pull the dummy, you know, so that's... Well,
0: and they get pretty sour pulling the dummy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Especially if they're not getting paid. They're like, you want me to go how much longer? Again? Around again? You
1: know, like, like they said, the first time I heard you say one more, I believed you. I don't believe yeah, you anymore. No, you're just kidding. <laughs> just, and, you're, so, and they kind of get a little bit of a crick in their neck. Yeah. You know? So my mom, she's been pretty good. She's come over a few times and pulled the dummy for me. But, um, but yeah, so I, I train these calves to run back and forth to their buddies. And then, um, you know, sometimes i got to wear them down a little bit to get at whatever speed I want. And I, and then I chase him and rope them, and, you know, I can, I can work on keeping that horse up into the big, like get him roped and hold my slack and keep him up in there. Um, I, I talked to Kelsey one time. She said, you know, I go ahead and let my horses make a mistake and then I fix it. And I said, really, I said, I always tried really hard never to let that mistake happen. And so now I've, I've let them, you know, drift off to the left or this or that and bring them back. I'm doing, I'm doing some different things and, um, I really keeps their attention, really keeps their their mind working, which I want it to work, but I also want them to uh, understand I'm the pilot mm-hmm. and whatever I say it's what goes, you know, type right. of deal. So, um, but yeah, I set up that pin rope and then I got a couple, it's homemade deal, but it's a scoring lane I can put out in front to make, you know, that fast calf slow. So, you know, stuff's not going to bang of the gates. Um, Cause just like that, we were in Deadwood. I had to see a pretty good move And here. Um, you start to see something. I think, in fact, I think you had to see more in the perf than what yeah. we had to in the slack yeah, the other day. I agree. Um, but that changes. And and I didn't get to go home and practice it, mm-hmm. you know. And I, and they kind of had this deal locked up. You don't get to get in there and bang the shoot and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I you know for sure it's most similar to everyone. But I look at these horses as, as athletes, and so they got to be on tip top of the game, no matter what happened yesterday. to to what's gonna happen today. Yeah, and just like you said,
0: one thing I think is gonna be really important to all the things you talked about is, we're not gonna get to go home and practice. Mm -hmm. You know, I told Sawyer we need to invest in in a semi and put our horses in the front pod and then put our calves in the middle and then a makeshift <laughs> arena in the back. And then we can just set it up in the parking lot and we can charge for practice runs. we get there, pay for our fuel, you know, keep going and, and a little entrepreneur. But anyway, um, yeah, you know, like just like today, we're going to another one tomorrow, we'll go another one. Then we have a few days off. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have caught, you know, don't know somebody or something, you can't just go run 50, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And so I, I think, like you said, your horse is going to have to be, adverse to
1: long short fast slow very trainable yeah you know um and that's one of the the tools those horses they they need to be trainable um i I really like one that wants to please me i mean who doesn't Mm -hmm. but um you know so they know i mean they know whether we win or lose i mean Mm -hmm. they they know so uh katie has a has a pull dummy with a sled that comes comes apart it's Mm -hmm. really handy i Mm -hmm. mean it just so we we have it with us and I was loading bits. You know, I got about 15 different bits in there. And she's like, what are you doing? I was, whoa, we might need to work out this or this. And I use this one for this, this one for this. And she's like, okay. All right. You know, just smile and nod at me, so thank you. You know, I appreciate it. I have a
0: small bit fetish. <laughs> yes, I'm going to load them all. I
1: do. I bet I do.
0: <laughs> I know. I told Raymond, we need a back backtack with all the crap he wants to take and, and put all the bits in there. But it's just like you said, you never know what you might need. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I, I kind of laugh some one girl's with just brought one bridle and one tie down and i'm like that's all you're, that's all you're bringing and so
1: jesus you, she should travel with me that'll yeah. be good i can take up the rest of her space
0: i know but <laughs> you know i've learned i used to be the same way but then i've learned well what if your tie down breaks or what if your bridal breaks exactly or what if you're you know there's so many things and like you said we're out here mm-hmm. there's
1: no you know yeah th- yeah we gotta we gotta make the best of what we got yep exactly and in the, the time you know i, I think yesterday we had a down day and, mm-hmm. and i told kate i'm you know real fortunate for this and got a few things done mm-hmm. um it you know as much as i'd like to think we're you know lazy rodeo cowboys just living the life i mean we had a day's planned of stuff that we didn't get done to set us up
0: to go to go to, to, go nice to hugo feelings. and
1: Durant yep. and and to get things done you know and i had some book work to do and we're got more rodeos to enter, but some plans to make. And so it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, it's, it's not a sleep till noon Mm -hmm. type of situation. Well,
0: I, I, you know, I, I was sitting here yesterday and I was kind of the same as you. I worked all morning until about noon. And you know, one of the things that we're fortunate is we can work on our computer Mm -hmm. or technology or whatever. It's, it's a lot of stuff is virtual now. So we have that opportunity, but I think when being as women, you know, I know we're all hard-headed and a little bit crazy. (laughs) Uh, but we, I think we need to have a routine and we, we need to, we kind of keep a schedule. Yes. And, and I, I think maybe that where it's going to come in a little different than the normal protege of sleep till noon kind of thing. You know, I, I think a lot of the girls around the parking lot that I was seeing were kind of you not know, doing all the same thing, but. Yeah. had their similar. routine and, and mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that's what I'm, I like to get up in the morning and do something. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think to help. You know, to keep you know, to keep your mental health while you're on the road. You <laughs> know.
0: That would be good. Yeah, to
1: keep your routine and keep a schedule. And yeah. so uh, yeah, I think that's I think it's healthy. I do too. I agree.
0: So tell me a little bit about I you know, one of the best things or coolest things I think about you is that you are a competitor. <laughs> and I admire that about you. That you, you are like hell fire whatever's coming with it, you're a competitor. And so tell me, where did that come from? How did, did you come with that? Did you, did you, how did that happen?
1: You know, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think, uh, i you know, from little, like I have an older brother and, and we've always been competitive. Um, and I think my, my dad probably, um, maybe st- stoked that fire. You know, I remember being kids and, you know, we'd be in the living room at night. It was like, who could stand on their head the longest? I mean, you know, <laughs> I think back on those days, I'm like, who was point of that, you know, I'm like, mm, you know, like the mutton busting. Yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> child abuse, yeah, so it's like, what, what was he getting at here? Cause he was getting at no. something, you know? Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, our family's always been very competitive. Um, and, but very much, uh, in each other's corner, mm-hmm. you know, without, without question. And so, um, you know, I just, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it, right. I want to do it good. Um, I don't want to be halfway on anything, uh, And so, um, you know, and I just, I just love to compete. Um, I think if I look, I I love to rope, but I, I think if you ask me, I love to compete more. Mm -hmm. I got a, I got a friend that she just loves to rope. I'm not sure she loves to compete, but she loves to rope. And I always think about different. That is, Um, I think if I didn't rope, I would, there'd be something else to compete. But yeah, I just, um, you know, to me, you know, it doesn't matter rain shine i want to i want to nod my head and i want to do good i want to be
0: prepared Mm -hmm. so raymond was one was a coach Mm -hmm. for steve mill and you so i kind of knew you through raymond and and he told me a lot about you and how you like (laughs) to change tire tractor you know (laughs) stuff like that but tell me a little bit about college You You're national finals goat tying champion right yeah college rodeo
1: yeah i remember i was i was headed south um i i I wanted to go south um get out of the winter you know you know we kind of because
0: it's like antarctica yeah
1: it's cold up there you know and so um i wanted to go south and i always i wanted to go where there was more competition you know i think i think your 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 best of your best everywhere can compete everywhere you know it's not but i think you know there's there's just more competition down there so i want to go down there and i actually i called Raymond. i was driving through stevenville i said hey i need to kick horses out for a little bit and he's like what are you doing down here i'm like i'm looking at schools and he's like well come look at here at stevenville i said well i don't i don't think you know i was a freshman i didn't think it really fit he's like no no come look and i said so i did and then it was the you know, best deal ever mm-hmm. it just the shoe fit i really liked it down there um and uh raymond you know he was real good to me i knew him through john roswell they used mm-hmm. to come up and do some schools when i was a kid and my dad uh knew john so but uh yeah i had i had good luck down there it was it was fun um Went to the college finals a couple of times and, and got to be a little bit in the go tie-in and placed in a couple of rounds of the breakaway. And uh, so it was just, um, I learned a lot and it was, it was a good fit.
0: And you were on the, talk a little bit about the team you were on at the college finals. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys were one of the first and maybe only teams that did not have a barrel racer that was the year before me oh that was year yeah before that was years so they
1: that was that was uh it was Jackie and Tessie and Sarah and and Neely but that oh, was okay. um I was at the high school finals and they were doing oh, that okay okay
0: <laughs> but yeah so they I'm younger you're a little younger <laughs> but they won the the team the college team without just timed events Yep, yeah,
1: with, without a barrel racer and that's something they all said well never could be done you can't win a team title without right. a barrel racer and they did it right and yeah so I think um, I think they're all roping. And then I think Tessie tied goats, goats too. I think she was the only goat tie around. Maybe, maybe Sarah tied a goat too. I don't know. Good to ask her. But. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think that's how that went. <laughs> so
0: did you go in the goats and the breakaway?
1: I did. Yep. Yep. Um, I, man, this is a long time ago, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I placed in the, in the goat tie and in the region and then I won the all around. So I picked up, you know, I was in the top 10 or something in the breakaway and I picked up my breakaway run. So,
0: so, you know, if talking to somebody who's competing in college right now, high school, what, what, what would you tell them? What advice would you give them?
1: Go to somebody that knows, you know, this, there's so many variables, so many lessons to learn. Go to somebody that knows, go, go to a winner and and learn some things. You don't have to learn it the hard way. Um, because we both know you can go at this for how many years and not learn everything, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a heck of a lot of money and fuel and entry fees. And so, pick their brain and, and not just one person. You know, like I said, we visited, I talked, I talked to Raymond, I talked to John. You know, I I, I called Todd Graff a lot about some stuff, and and so it's, um, you know, Lynn and I visit about things. Mm-hmm. It's it's really important to go and learn from somebody that knows, mm-hmm. not just anybody, but somebody that knows. And I think it's tricky in rodeo some. Um, they gotta be able to teach it too. They don't yeah. to have done it, but they gotta be able to teach it, right? And and I think that's something that's interesting. Um, you you know, uh, what? Well, what, oh, well, he, he knows. He he, you know, he wins a lot. Well, he he might not know why he puts his right mm-hmm. hand to there. He might just, just do it. Yeah. And so go to somebody that can that knows and can teach it, mm-hmm. and um, so you can get it figured out. I think um, otherwise you're wasting your time. You're spinning your wheels.
0: Well, and I think you know. There's Raymond's told me that too. You know, there's several guys that when he was competing and stuff that were amazing mm-hmm. and they couldn't tell you. Yeah, I had no idea what they, they did. just ran them, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, well, and, and for me, I don't know about you, but like he's probably pulled his hair out, but like for me, <laughs> I mean, I know Yeah, It's a feel. Yep. If I can get the feel, I can understand it. I can see you do it, but if I can't feel it. You know, it really doesn't make sense to me. And I think there's, I'm starting to learn maybe there's more girls like that.
1: Yeah. And and so I'm black and white. I, I, the gray area is so confusing to me. And I remember my brother, he'd help me with my horsemanship and he's like, well, you know, feel this. I'm like, no, no, I just, I want to put my hand here and have it work. He's like, no, no, you have to feel these horses are different. You have to feel it. I'm like, no, no, no. I (laughs) want just tell me where to put you my hand. i and yeah. <laughs> like, just tell me where to put my hand. And, 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 so anyway, I have, I rode behind him a lot and he, he does an amazing job with horses and I've won so much riding behind him. And, and honestly it, it, it so we could blame it on him. It spoiled me, mm-hmm. um, because his horses were so broke. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, I could, I could mess up and they, they did what was right. Right. And so then, then I went to where I had to start making my own horses. I'm like, Dang, this is hard. I think I'll just ride his. Yeah. You, know, can you, just give me your, you know when he's yeah when he's done, it, it's like you sure the horse works enough rope. I'll just take him. You know he does he doesn't work the rope enough. I'll take him rope calves on him. But um, yeah, I, I think um, that that feel is it's funny how you bring it up. That is if you can get that figured out figured out. Excuse me. Um, then it doesn't matter. Your horse jumps off the trailer and he's he's sore, crippled, mm-hmm. whatever. I can get on something else and and still win because I can feel that and I don't like I said I don't have to hold my hand just right here in a right. certain spot.
0: Well, and one of the cool things you said too, and and I've tried to grow this in myself is watching other people that compete with us and just like you said you and Kelsey talking about they're mm-hmm. saying, everybody has such a different perspective mm-hmm. and you never know what they can say that may trigger something or you know like just like you telling me mm-hmm. that story I thought about I'm like huh maybe I should try that you know I mean yeah. and it's, so iron sharpens iron yeah and and asking those questions and visiting with those girls about it and, You know, mm-hmm. some girls Maybe won't tell you or don't, like you said, maybe don't really understand. Yeah, might not There's might not a know. lot of girls that do and mm-hmm. um, or guys. You know, one of my favorite. I love to watch the tie down because I'm, like, on a rope like those guys, mm-hmm. you know. Haven hey, Medjid stuck it on one last night. The and she, Yeah, and, you know, one of the other guys, Marty Yates, I like to watch him rope too. And just several of those guys, you know, um, it, they do so well with their horsemanship, with their rope, with, with so many different things that At I think every we time. can add to our toolbox
1: oh without a doubt yeah yep without a doubt and it Lisa, it's fun I I visited with a couple girls about different things and like I switched my my chin straps to all leather Mm -hmm. you know just some different things like that just just that little bit of edge keep that horse working and and um yeah it I mean I uh like as far as a competitor I want to be a lifelong learner
0: yes you know if you quit learning you die (laughs) <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, we don't. I don't. I don't want to come to your funeral. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not
1: ready to be done. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it, talking about you know, like your leather t- leather curb strap. When I first started roping and met Raymond, I thought your headgear was you know supposed to be bedazzled and your stirrups were for you know fashion.
1: Oh, I, I bet he's changed your thinking. <laughs> Like, I didn't know you could do, I didn't know you
0: could change the way your horse did by what you had in his mouth or on his head or, or the spurs or all of a sudden. I'm like, really? I thought those were for decoration. Are you sure? Yeah. And just, man, I look back and I'm like, gosh, I've come a long ways hey, right. from, from you know, where I was to where I'm at. And it, I like to go back and watch those videos because I'm like, dang, that's good. I've come a long way. You know, what? I'm oh, having a yeah. bad day. I'm like. It was, I might not look as good, but I wrote better. Got a few more wrinkles, you know, like what happened? But, um, I don't don't know. I think that's something, you know, he's taught me so much about so many things, but just like you said, leather curd, you know, Mm -hmm. I, there's so many different cool things that apply to breakaway. Mm -hmm. Maybe don't apply to team rope and maybe not steer wrestling, you know, but it's neat to learn and understand those things
1: well yeah and I think it's so cool to have Raymond around here because he has been you know and I'm not, gonna start charging right like, I'm gonna get a tip charge. yeah him but he's seen <laughs> so much and he, and one of the neatest things in college I thought about Raymond was he could coach or teach to like five different levels or whatever mm-hmm. at the same time in the arena with all these different levels of ropers and I don't know if I've ever been around somebody that could do that like he and I don't think he even knows he does it to be honest don't tell him yeah okay don't, don't, don't Edit this out, <laughs> but you know, like you could have a beginner, you could have an advanced, mm-hmm. and and five different people in between, and he, how he could teach, he could get something across to all of them at the same time. And mm-hmm. I always, I, I do a few go time clinics, and I always think about him, like when I'm helping somebody, like you know, to try to teach it in multiple different ways so they understand it, and I just think about how he got things across to all of us when we were practicing up there at the school at the same time and it was mm-hmm. it was just impressive.
0: Yeah. I, I agree, you know, and I see him do it each and every day and and it is. It's mind-blowing and it t- you know, it's it's humbling too because you take yourself and you're like, you know, we all start in the same place. <laughs> yeah, and that's something, too. you know, for me like I didn't start really getting into breakaway like this until I was like 23, 24. Mm-hmm. And so some people are like, well, you know, you can't do it or blah blah. blah. No. We we can all do it just like your traveling partner Katie she Mm -hmm. picks up a rope what five years ago yeah she she, did the nfr now
1: yep yeah she went to uh college and played basketball was a hell of a basketball player yeah like d1 could have been yeah well she yeah she went to hastings college there she's a bronco so she's always like oh it's a good day to be a bronco (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was like the mvp of the finals or whatever and then had her family and was you know uh i'm not trying to tell her story but i believe uh, she said you know i want to make some horses for my kids and then you know, she calls a it a sudden, drug, you know, yeah, she says know. you get addicted. And yeah, so now here we are, which like I said, has worked great for me. We live, you know, 15 miles from each other. So it's great yeah. and easy to pra- practice and travel together.
0: So let's talk a little bit about that. Traveling with her, you know, there's so many ups and downs we've all kind of figured <laughs> out within yes, you know, the hour. Uh-huh. Um, how How has it helped you having somebody there? to well, talk to
1: about it yeah like you said iron sharpens iron and uh, my dad told me a long time ago he said picking your traveling partner when he was telling me this when i was in college is like picking your poison you know and he and he's right because you do you spend so much time together and so much um like enclosed i mean like you can't get away from each other you know well and for those of you who don't know kirby really likes to be close to people.
0: <laughs> she really likes like to be like, hugged give kirby a hug if you see her
1: i like my space so <laughs> um you know it it's a it's it, you know, it takes some effort. You know, mm-hmm. but um, I think, like for us, um, I have a lot of respect for her, and I think she has a lot of respect for me, and I I think that really helps. You know, we both know, like Katie did this for a reason. Kirby did this for a mm-hmm. reason, and you so respect that. Yeah, so so you might not, I might not understand it, but I'm like, there's something, there's something behind it, you know, and and I can ask her, mm-hmm. you know, but um, you know, it it's, it just has worked really good. We're both, I mean, very competitive minded, and um, so you know, we visit about a lot of things. Well, okay, well, how do you want to do this? Okay, yeah, so do I. So that works. You know, mm-hmm. how do you want to do this? And, um, you know, to be honest, I, <laughs> when I started this, I, I, I slipped up one time. I said, you yeah, know, I, I got a lot of really good friends from college. I'm not looking at for another friend. <laughs> and I just, you know, but I tell you what, she's become one of my, my best <gasps> friends. Um, I just, I, I'm really glad that, you know, I get to travel with her. And I, like I said, I have a lot of respect for her. I don't need another friend. Well, friends days. are work, you know.
0: They are. <laughs> if you get a good one, they I, I remember when I was young, I was like all <laughs> proud to have all these friends, but the older I get, you can count your friends on one hand. Yeah,
1: and, and like I said, I was just really fortunate in college. I ran around with some really good people. Yeah. I mean, and I, really from what I've heard,
0: I think that group that you guys had, you know, within mm-hmm. that four to six years and mm-hmm. seeing though y'all are still really, really close. Yeah.
1: You know, and I, I feel like, you know, there's a couple girls I call right now and they would fly into Fort Smith and they would not ask me why mm-hmm. they would just do it. And mm-hmm. that same with them. I, you right. know, if they called and they needed, I would, I would hang up whatever I'm doing. Um, Cause if they needed something, they needed something. Right. Um, so yeah, you know, that, that's pretty cool. I, um, I, I don't think everybody has that. So I'm very fortunate. Yeah.
0: So where um where do you see yourself in five, ten years from now you think you'll still be breakway open
1: I sure hope so, yeah, I sure hope so i hope I hope this continues um y- you know i I think this is a money driven sport and i I just think there's there's a lot of opportunity for that and I think the more people that see this um you know just to, just to break this down I mean if you've never been to rodeo and you came to Fort Smith last night. Um, that breakaway is easy to understand. Oh, they catch the calf and it's a timed event. And it's pretty girls. Who doesn't mm-hmm. want to watch pretty girls go fast? It's good. And, and you know, not that I'm a PETA fan, but the, the calf always wins. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a very marketable, very driven, money driven sport that I think is good. Mm-hmm. And um, I read a poll that Cheyenne did, um, talked about people didn't understand why there wasn't more women and sport or, and then there was a yeah and then there was um they said something about they didn't understand how some of the events like why they you know like what made a bronc ride score more more points than the next one mm-hmm. you know they didn't understand all that and so I mean, I know I'm biased on this deal, but that breakaway really fits in there where it's easy to understand and then more women in it. So
0: Well, and one of the coolest things, like, I roped and then I ran up there to watch Haley Kinzel last night. Yeah. I, you know, I just love, <laughs> I'm a fan of the sport and I love it. And and just, you know, a couple other nights I watched Emily Miller. Like, there's so many. I love it. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of exciting, too, that there's a lot of girls I know run barrels and breakaway. Mm-hmm. You know, we're sitting in the parking lot. Tierra Zaflack's right out here. Mm -hmm. She does both. Um, Sam Sam Fulton Fulton just walks by. by. (laughs) You know, there's so many girls that do both. So that's kind Mm -hmm. of exciting. And then maybe, you know, dream big about maybe one day there's a women's all-around
1: champion. Right. So last night we were riding horses around. I got a younger horse with me, and and I had Abigail, Katie's Katie's daughter, and she was riding. And um, Haley Haley Kinsel and sister and her Uh mom, they walk in front of us. And I said, hey, Ab, I said... There's a girl that's won the world more more than once, Mm -hmm. you know, and we're walking around. And I just, like, I think for Abigail, like, she will never know any different. This continues. She will never know any different. And that's, like, Katie's little boy, True, one time. He says, oh, we go into another girl roping, (laughs) you know, and it just (laughs) warmed my heart. Like, I mean, like, you know, it's just, yes, True, we are, you know. Like, it's just really cool that how much has changed in such a short amount of time Mm -hmm. and where it can go. And, like, you know, there'll be little girls that don't know any different and how cool is that cool I
0: know and you know just like I remember when I was little I always wanted to make the finals and the team open because I didn't that was the only option I thought I maybe had and just so thankful for everybody who's went before us and given us the opportunity those committees that have stuck their neck out the associations you know
1: yeah there's so many people
0: that maybe didn't get things or don't that I just want to run up to and tackle and hug them, you know? Right. And they're like, please
1: don't hug me. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like might you know. be related to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I, you know, I always try to make a point. Um, you know, dad said to walk out of the arena and have somebody not know whether you won the world or you lost it. Mm-hmm. And, and then he said, thank them, you mm-hmm. know? And so every time you get my rope or, or, you know, I thank those people. And because look, if they weren't there, you know. We couldn't be there, Yeah, you know, and so I always try to thank the committee and, and, uh, you know, we, there's no, you, you don't know how far that goes. Uh, you
0: know, I talked to Tom and Justine Hersig and I kind of have a feel for that because I'm a little bit on the production mm-hmm. side as well. You don't know the time, the effort, everything that it's taken for those people to get
1: there at the 8 a.m. Slack. And you know, they're not paid. This is not a paying job. They're all for them, all, most of them are volunteers. volunteers. Yeah. And so it's like for them to, you know. They, they gave up time from whatever, whether it's mm-hmm. their family or a job, because they just flat enjoyed the rodeo or wanted to help someone. And so I you know, I hope they know I appreciate them yeah. with all my heart.
0: When it goes a long way, it's just saying thank you or mm-hmm. just walking up to them and shaking their hand, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I, I kind of like make it a little game to do that because you would be surprised, they're surprised. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Which is it, too
1: bad. It, it,
0: yeah, that and it, so it, I think that that's something I encourage and people, more people to do, mm-hmm. you know,
1: because it makes a difference. Yeah. And how, I mean, it, it takes, takes nothing to say thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just doesn't take anything to say thank you. So what do you guys try to do
0: to be a good example to them girls, to the, the girls, Abigail, the to the kids, yeah. to, you know, all these girls, younger girls, high school, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I, I bet that if you're 16 or 17, you're so excited to get your card right now, right. You
1: try 18, <laughs> even though you maybe don't know what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's just, I don't know. I just think it's so cool, but you know, whether you win, lose or draw on this deal, you know, we, we still have good attitudes, you, you know, still everything's the same. These horses get taken care of before anything else, you know, I mean, our big deal is when somebody wins in the rig, we get ice cream. Oh,
0: that's good. Yeah.
1: So, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's a, that's a big deal. So you hope you've gained weight at the end of yeah, yeah,
0: the right? yeah, yeah, or Yeah. One thing I think is very humbling and makes my heart happy is, you know, I walk by Abigail every time, whether I've, you know, just one, one something or swatted one and mm-hmm. she's smiling. Oh, it yeah. makes no difference to her, you
1: know? And, and, and that's good.
0: Like that helps
1: my heart. A little well, bit. yeah. Like when we'll come back here and it was good day, bad day, doesn't matter. Come back to the trailer and they're, they're happy. They're going to play they up to them. I mean, like, I'm like, you know what? That's the way yeah, to be like, let is, that water great. off and back and, mm-hmm. and go on. Mm-hmm. So
0: tell me a little bit, Kirby, what makes you do
1: what you do? Where do you get your fire? You know, I just, I, if, when we were little, um, you know, if we wanted to do something, my, my folks were so, um, so willing to give us opportunity, but we had to work hard. So whatever, you know, I wanted to go to college and play basketball for quite a while. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, I wanted to go at like to UConn or, or Tennessee and play for him. And, um. And my, my folks were very supportive. They used to run, a, um, run us down, run me down to Lincoln to watch the University of Nebraska play. Not, not the University of Nebraska, but when, like when Texas would come to town, oh. we'd w- go watch the other oh, okay. team, you know, they yeah. were, you know, they weren't the basketball powerhouse. You know, my, and my dad would tell me what they did and this, and that. And so, um, you know, I just, I was so fortunate, you know, I could say I had a surreal childhood because my folks gave us any and every opportunity they could mm-hmm. if we worked hard, right? you know, and then it, it got to a point where, um. Team sports maybe aren't my thing, you know, and my dad kind of mentioned that a few times and said this rodeo might fit you a little bit better than than that basketball and, and, and jumped right in and, and it went good and I, you know, liked it and so, um, but... Yeah. I don't, I don't care. I understand passion. I like to think I understand passion. So whatever it is, you want to be the best or be a doctor, be the best doctor you can be. You want to be a lawyer. You want to be a musician, whatever. Um, you know, be that and like right now I'm trying to buy a few cows and some cows. I want to be the best rancher that there ever was, right. you know, by my standards, right. you know? And so, um, that's just, I mean, I think that was driven in as, as, you know, as kids, we could, we could do anything, anything and everything we want. And my dad was real good about, Hey, if you try it and you like it, great. If you don't cross off your list, mm-hmm. no biggie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that just came from them, like, you know, being so supportive. My, my, my folks, I drew good. Yeah. I drew real good you as far good. as the parents situation. And so, um, I think that that helped it. Whatever you guys want to do, you can do it, but you will work hard. And my brother, you know, he, he wanted he'd saddle a horse to ride from here to that truck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was I'd want to do anything and everything he yeah. did. Like <laughs> you know he used to he used to take his BB gun and go shoot birds. But and the only way I could go with is I pumped it for him. <laughs> you know then handed up. I mean, I just wanted to do everything he did. So so then I was around mm-hmm. horses and stuff and 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 you know got to watch him. You know I I was half seasoned before I did anything by getting hauled around with him. Mm-hmm. And so um I got to learn a lot and see a lot from him and hey, you know, he worked really hard you did good. Yeah. You know, so it was that was that was good. But I think, you know, for me for being um just I was given the opportunity and and that I you know, I'm forever indebted to my folks for. It. Yeah. So if you
0: had to go back and tell your younger self something, what would it be and why?
1: Hmm. Just one thing?
0: Well you could I mean <laughs> we can get a list out if you want. <laughs> um
1: one thing, huh? You know, I, I, I kind of commented on this earlier, but I think this is just so important is, is, you know, don't be afraid to ask, he, you know, and I thought I was always pretty good. Maybe Raymond might laugh about that. He's like, yeah, she asked everything, you know, <laughs> twice or three times, whatever. Um, but yeah, I just would never hesitate. Make sure I know that it's okay. And the, you know, I'm a, I do these clinics. And I tell those girls, there is no dumb question. Mm-hmm. There's no dumb questions. And to ask and, and to get around the person, you know, or people to, to give yourself a chance to be better. And uh, Raymond always mentioned that. I, and I don't know, maybe I took it, you can take a different million different ways, but he said, give yourself a chance, you know? And so, um, I think I had to go back and tell myself um, it's, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, you know, don't, don't be afraid to ask and, and, and ask, ask Jordan, ask, ask, ask Katie, ask Raymond, ask mm-hmm. Ron, you know? So just ask whoever to figure it out. Cause like you said, you pick up little, different little things mm-hmm. and, and so um, I remember my dad one time was telling me to follow through and I couldn't get it. And Raymond says, oh, says it's like, it different. Yeah. He said, oh, it's like throwing a baseball. I'm like, oh, that's what I, I mean, Why did you say that, dad? You Hello. Know? You know, so don't be afraid to ask. So
0: I think that that's really good because when Raymond tells me all the time, it's your money. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out you're the one who's entered.
1: Yeah. Like sure you can. put your
0: money up. Mm-hmm. So why not ask? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that put a different perspective on it for me. I was like, oh, yeah. I am the one who paid my fees.
1: Mm-hmm. Huh. Weird. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Raymond, Raymond should write a book on his little one-liners.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I would be the one writing the book. Well, and yeah, He would so. be
1: the one telling me what to put. Well, you guys are going to spend a little time in the truck, so get, to, get your pencil <laughs> I out. I got my computer. <laughs> <did that> good.
0: <laughs> is there anything you would like to share that you haven't? Oh, man. I was, this has been fun. Thank you. Yeah, um, thanks for... I mean, that's, that's the goal. I want people to mm-hmm. understand and know and... There's so many different personalities out here.
1: Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> so, but it, it's, That's an understatement. <laughs> it's, you know, I was
0: sitting here and, and we're sitting here and I'm just like so thankful for the opportunity and the memories that we make. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, we do it because we want to um Even though I'm not looking for any more
1: friends. Yeah, it's, it's, oh,
0: well, thank you. It's,
1: um, it's, it's, I wasn't taking applications. <laughs> Thanks, Kirby. But uh, I, I just, you know, if any rodeo committees listen to, to your podcast, I just, I hope they know. There's a we're all very very thankful and we appreciate mm-hmm. this opportunity and and I know it's one more event is more work more knocking on doors for money as far as sponsorships and added money but um I I thank them for that and I appreciate them doing this and yeah. giving us opportunity I
0: agree I um and and one of the cool things is I think we're all so gung ho to support them mm-hmm. you know oh yeah whatever they the need went to Fort mm-hmm. Smith and and all what that whatever things, they you need. know and yeah. and um. Yeah, I mean, we're just, it's a very, very exciting time. One thing I thought was cool, you said earlier, we're all rookies. Oh, yeah. Thank gosh, we're all rookies together.
1: So <laughs> yeah, that's <what> <laughs> asked me the day Amy Wilson, we were visiting. She said, what's your summer look like? I said, I don't know, I'm a rookie. I said, I got a bunch of things written in my planner, but, you know, to be honest, how it's going to look. I don't know. I know. Which,
0: you know what? It's got to be okay. That's one thing yesterday. I am like, you know what? Maybe it's okay. I don't
1: yeah. Know. Well, that's what I've kind of – because I'm a planner. I like to know. Mm-hmm. I like my routine. And, and so some of this was giving me a little bit <laughs> of anxiety. Yeah, I but know. then I, I, I just had to step back and so, say, you know, I'm thankful for this opportunity. And there just isn't a way to know right now. And I don't think we'll know in five years. I mean, things, you know, change. Oh, you make right. the short round here and your traveling partner doesn't or however, mm-hmm. it, you know. But um, so it, it's okay. It's okay not to know, but it's, like I said, very, very grateful for the opportunity. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. Well, thanks for, for taking the time. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us for this episode of In the Loop Breakaway podcast. I really appreciate all of your continued support. Be sure to stay in the loop and head over to allthingsbreakaway.com to join the Breakaway community. We have a lot of big things coming through season two. If you haven't heard all of season one, be sure to check it out. If you have any questions or requests, you can reach out to me at intheloopbreakaway at gmail.com. Thank you, and I'll see you down the road.